You're listening to the Doc Lounge Podcast. This is a place for candid conversations with the healthcare industry's top physicians, executives, and thought leaders. This podcast is made possible by Pacific Companies, your trusted advisor in physician recruitment. I am one of your hosts, Cameron Steinheimer, and I am the marketing manager here at Pacific Companies. Hi, I want to welcome everybody to a new episode of the Doc Lounge podcast by Pacific Companies. Today, we are highlighting a healthcare industry expert in our Ask the Expert series. I'm your host, Stacey Doyle, Senior Director of Marketing. Joining us today is Dr. Jill Wade, a dentist turned businesswoman with over 20 years of experience. As a co-founder of Progressive Finance and a financial literacy advocate for healthcare professionals, she knows exactly how to navigate the financial world. From her journey as a DDS to her success in entrepreneurship, Dr. Wade has valuable financial tips and a holistic finance approach to share with you today. We're going to learn how to secure a prosperous future for your practice without the stress. So join us now and we're going to dive into her story. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Wade. Stacey, thank you for having me today. Of course, of course. I know you're on the road traveling, so we're, we're really happy you're able to make time and for us and you're busy, a busy, successful businesswoman and, and um, practicing dentist. So I wanted to just kick it off and let you give a, a brief intro about yourself. Oh, thanks. Well, yes, as you can see, we're, we are on our way to Florida from Texas to have a week of vacation with the whole thing on there. Hello. But um, yeah, I am so glad to be here with you today because I mean, it's kind of ironic that I happen to be in the car doing this because this is what I'm talking about. Like what we're trying to talk about is we all have been trained, have a great skill, love what we do, go to work, work hard. Um, But we also got to figure out more how to play a little bit too, right? How to spend time with those people that we love the most, our family, and kind of make it all work. And so in some ways, I feel like today and me being in the car and technology being able to do what we're doing is is really what it's all about, right? It's, it's creating this business that we all have and we love and turning it from a lifestyle business into an investment. And I think there's just this beautiful balance between both. And what most of us do is we create these businesses just to satisfy our, our lifestyle, right? to drive the car that we want to drive, to go on the vacations that we want to go on, to live in the house that we want to live in, to send our kids to school where we want to send them. And nowadays, I think we've got to be a little bit more entrepreneurial in spirit and really think about the investment opportunity of our businesses as well so that it can set us up for financial freedom. And, you know, basically for me, it's about leaving a legacy um, for our kids, um, for my team. And for my patients, because who's going to take care of our patients if we don't leave anything afterwards for somebody to come in and either, you know, take over or, or purchase from us? And then our patients are left in the dust. And I know none of us want that. Love that. That's such a great intro. Um, I, I, Your story is so fascinating to me, and I, I love it because it's one of just somebody that has worked really hard to develop a successful practice. You're a very successful, you know, professional woman, entrepreneur. 
Um, so I'd love to, to for you to just bring our audience through a little bit kind of how this all happened with, you know, COVID-19, the pandemic, kind of how things set into, into play for you. The business itself, um, I feel like we all go through our seasons, right? We all start off fresh from school, kind of broke, <laughs> not broken yet, but broke. Um, we're trying to figure it out. We're excited when we first start making some money. And um, pretty much at that point, you're you're buying a house or you're getting married or you're having kids. And everything that you're making is pretty much going right back out again, right? Money in, money out. Then you kind of get a couple of years underneath your belt and you start to have a little bit of extra. But what I find is that's when you start to grow your business more, right? You start to multiply something and pretty much everything extra that you're making now goes right back into the business. And these are normal seasons. There's nothing wrong with it. Nobody's making any mistakes. But at some point, what I am realizing now, I'm 53 years old now, Stacey. And so I've been in the business long enough to realize that if I'd have known some of the things that I know right now, if I'd have known them about 15, maybe 20 years earlier, maybe even just 10 years earlier. I would have started to create more of an investment of the business earlier. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, with money, the more time you have to let it work for you, the better it is. And then also you, you're setting yourself up for success a little bit faster. And if we look at the statistics, most women in business specifically don't become millionaires until they're like 58 years old. I actually think that for a lot of us is the end of our careers. You know, we're, we're trying to wrap it up and wrap it down by then. Um, so if we can create a situation where that is, let's say 10 years before at 48, now we've got some time to actually continue to invest and to kind of set ourselves up for success in, you know, that later half of our life, which I think I would have loved somebody to have told me those kinds of tips and tricks earlier on in my career. I, I think that's so cool. And, and tell us a little bit about the inspiration of, of why you, you, you know, co-founded Progressive Finance. I, I know it was during the pandemic when yes, your yes. wheel started spinning and you were just thinking yeah. of, of all these different things. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I will say I had an entrepreneurial spirit for a long time. Um, and I realized early on in my career that for a lot of us, uh, actually investing in real estate um, as early as possible in your business, like the the true brick and mortar, was really important because then you have an asset going on down the road rather than just leasing. So I had gotten into that and commercial real estate fairly early in my career. But um, during the pandemic, I was shocked, like so many of us, that in dentistry, we were completely shut down. We were completely shut down with basically no warning, you know, maybe a, a week or two of warning, but not like months of warning or anything like that. It's nothing you could have, com- com- you know, gotten prepared for. And we were shut down for about three months. And, you know, big decisions of having to, you know, lay your team off and, and the bills were still going to come in, but nobody else was coming in. So um, a lot of free time. And in all honesty, I got really, really mad. I got mad that I'd let myself get into a situation that I didn't really, I couldn't really figure out how to get 
control over it. And um, when I get really mad, what do I usually do? I, I go learn. I go learn something. I go learn to figure out how to get out of that situation. And so I just really poured a lot of time and effort into thinking outside of the box with finances. And so one of the things we were really uncovering at that time was something called um, inf infinite banking, which is creating your own bank so that you can get to your bank in a, you know, in a more liquid state when you needed it for situations like that. But when you didn't need it, it's sitting there, it's growing really well, very consistently. And then on top of that, it's, it's based on a whole life policy. So you also have a, a life insurance policy building at the same time. So a lot of people have heard of this concept, but they don't really understand it, especially my financial advisors. My financial advisors, when I told them what I wanted to do, literally told me, uh, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. And we do not um, believe in that. And if you do that, then we may not even work with you anymore. And I was like, wow. excuse me? Yeah. Like... That didn't make any sense to me. Doesn't. So being a little bit of a rebel, I said, okay, I don't think I was asking for your permission. Um, I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> and um, it's been one of the, you know, one of those things that I, I've just found great success with to the point where it's perfectly matched for small business owners like doctors, physicians, dentists, chiropractors, and, and those of us who have good cash flow most of the time. But every once in a while, for whatever reason, we decide to take a big vacation. Uh, one of our associates, uh, you know, maybe um, gets pregnant and is going to take some some time off or we have a big staff change or something. Sometimes we need to get a hold of some of our money just to keep the cash flow going for a little bit. And then we're able to replace it. Well, we have found that this is just one of the best um, things for that. And, it, you know, it really gets down to it just becomes less stressful to own your own business. And I think all of us understand how detrimental stress can be to our own, you know, health and well-being. And so anytime in my life that I can figure out how to decrease stress, I'm, I'm all for it. I want to hear all about it. So that's kind of where progressive finance really um, got seated was when I said, why are people not telling us about this? It's our choice we know our businesses and we know our own risk, you know, factor, like how much are you willing to risk or, or think outside of the box? Why aren't people just telling us about this stuff? And, um, you know, I was a single mom for 10 years and I spent an, a majority of those years working, trying to just figure out how to make another income for my family. And I worked so hard and I was like a hamster on the wheel. Okay. I'm just going to work harder. I'm going to produce more. I'm going to make more money um but some of these other outside of the box thinkings like how to just set your 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 entities up different maybe with some trust and things like that the tax mitigation that I was able to do just setting things up differently guess what it did for me it brought in another income without me having to do any more work I already did the work but because of the way you kind of set it up and then the flow of your taxes allows you just to um, take take advantage of some of the, 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 the natural tax, you know, implications that are out there already set up for small businesses. 
But nobody was sharing that with me. Yeah. Nobody was sharing that with me. And so that's really what progressive finance is all about. It's just to start a communication, a community who's willing to communicate about money and think of it a little bit outside of the box. The way I did things isn't going to be necessarily perfect for everybody. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody thinks about money different and everybody has different, you know, levels of, of, you know, risk that they're willing to do, but nobody's out there really talking about it either. And so that's why we wanted to, to kind of put this community together and, and to have a team of experts. I don't pretend to be the expert on all this stuff, but I have teams of experts now that we bring in for specific topics and specific questions that we want to kind of flush out and see if it, it works for people. I love that. And I think, I mean, obviously, just as I think a, a nation in general, you know, financial literacy is something that, you know, is lacking and, and there just is not enough, you know, education around it and discussion. So I think I just love what that what you did. And then the specifics around um, really targeting it to obviously the physician and the dentist community. Absolutely. Um, I guess, tell me a little bit, you know, with your experience, obviously, of colleagues, and you've met people along the way through progressive finance, is this kind of a common thing that you're finding that a lot of oh, yeah. these very, you know, educated, obviously um, amazing physicians and dentists are in this kind of same situation? Absolutely. Or, you know, so many of them are just so smart. Like they're just the best of the best at what they do. But just like any of us, you only know what you know. And we didn't go to school uh, in undergrad to learn business uh we 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 were learning sciences and you know chemistries and you know just everything there was to do about medicine and um so many of us just kind of from a business standpoint have only learned from the school of hard knocks is what i call it and the school of hard knocks typically that's exactly what you get you, you get knocked down you lose money because you made you know some poor decisions because you you just you just didn't have the knowledge um so not the good thing is is that most of us are willing to learn we are learners at heart and so at least just getting the information in front of them helps them learn and then they can use their deductive reasoning to make the best decisions for themselves um and we also work in an environment where we also know that we're not the all-knowing person that we we understand that there's specialties and we understand that that people who do know more about other things uh we can listen to them and then and then let them help us um so we're willing and open to that in in other places than just you know medicine and dentistry we're open to that in finances but you know for a long time we've only been told 401k Max them out. Put all your money in a 401. Max it out every year. Boom, boom, boom. And that's what we did. And we listened. And now we're kind of all realizing with the way that the world has kind of happened over the last couple of years that that's maybe the most perfect idea. Um, we, I still have 401k plan and I still believe in being diversified. I don't believe in having all of your eggs in one basket. Okay. So I don't, I'm not saying that is terrible and you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying, look at everything. And what I don't like about 401k plans right now is that you can't get to your money easily without getting a lot of penalties. 
for taking that out. And right now, and the way that the world is right now, I think we need to be more liquid. And so some of the other ideas and, and things we bring to the table are how can we have your money making money for you, but also be able to be more liquid, be, meaning when I need it, I can pull it out and then I can put it back in again. And so these these things just take a little bit of time to to, you know, hear what people suggest and see what things are out there and then um yeah learn more about it and then make really good decisions for your family and of course it also depends on how old you are too and and so that that you know when, when I was in my 20s I could I could do some different things and it and it might not affect me so much but I'm 53 and I'm trying to maybe retire at 60 I got to think of some things differently I, I don't have you know 15 20 years to let the the money or the investment grow for me right that's right. Yeah, I think that's great advice and advice that you don't always hear, you know. So I think it's, it's again, like you're saying, the education around that and what you're saying, too, is having that liquidity that you can put back in your business, you know, when there are, like you're saying, if there's bumps or, you know, different things that come up, come about exactly. because you're going to get hit penalties teeth on, on the 401k side. So we were really taught, trained and educated to just put your head down and work harder, study harder, do more to get what we wanted or to where we wanted to go. Um, this philosophy is a little different. And so it's it's kind of uncomfortable for us. And we don't, you know, we're not Wall Street, you know, gurus. And so it's, it's uncomfortable because we don't know something about it. And we're not used to not knowing something about something. Like, you know, it's like we... We're pretty confident in what we know. And so when we don't know something, then the tendency is to say, I don't know anything about that or I don't agree with that and then close off our, our mindset to it. And um, that's why I think it's just so important to just really open up the conversation. That's why I appreciate you, you know, having this conversation with me today because this is going to spur on more conversation. And the conversation about money is just really weird. Like people do not like to talk money to to other people it's like taboo they'll talk about sex they'll talk about all kinds of other things but you know money not so much well i i learned so much today and i'm sure our our listeners did as well and i i you know i commend you for you know your success from being such a successful dentist and then becoming such a successful you know businesswoman and entrepreneur and and really just making everybody, you know, more comfortable and bringing financial literacy in the discussion, you know, more mainstream, which is, I think, what we, we all need. So I appreciate your time and I hope that you're able to enjoy um, your vacation with your family and, 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 you know, just have some time off. Thank you to all of our listeners. If you would like to be notified when new episodes air, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And a big thank you to Pacific Companies. Without you guys, this podcast would not be possible. If you'd like to be a guest, please go to www.pacificcompanies.com. Thank you.